Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com, or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50, and the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or I've made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636-778-3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Hi, everybody. It's good to be here. I'm going to talk a little bit about carbohydrates and just some varying opinions. And this is just simply my take on it. It doesn't mean that I'm a a given expert and that everything I say goes. I'm just going to give you my opinion on 20 years of working with people and working with myself and working with my personal nutrition and just the impact that different types of carbohydrates have had on me, as well as different types of carbohydrates have had on my clients. Um, The first thing I wanna discuss is just understanding that there is no one particular path to nutrition and one particular path to health that is going to be a one size fits all. So uh, if you hire a nutrition coach or if you'd hire a health coach or a personal trainer, 
if the methodology is that it has to be this way, or you have to have this much protein, or you have to have this amount of carbs, or there's kind of a one way or no way uh, sort of methodology, um, I'd like to inspire you uh, to find a different route or to find a different person to follow uh, because there truly is no one way. And what you might start with in the beginning on a program quite literally might not be what you finish with. In addition to the fact that what you might do in the fall might be completely different to what you need to do in the spring or in the summer, uh, different seasons of your life uh, where there's more stress or uh, there's different circumstances that would cause the need. Um, it, it's so important to be with someone that learns and understands how your body metabolizes food. When I first meet with someone, uh, they're gonna come in in an insulin sensitive state. So they will respond to carbs much differently in that first two months than they're gonna to respond to carbs in the last two months. So if I really wanna to try to calm them down, I'm gonna work in carbohydrates carefully. And when I talk about carbohydrates, um, I want to explain to you what I mean. But the first thing, I, the first takeaway I want you to have is there is no one way or, or or no way uh, form of dieting. Uh, so if you are working with a coach or you're working with a trainer, you need to understand that if they are that limited in their thinking, or if it's a doctor, if they're that limited in their thinking, then you're not really going uh, with the right approach and you wanna be with someone that's very open-minded in addition to the fact that someone learns how your body metabolizes carbohydrates, how it utilizes them, and how how your body's going to change over time. And you will have different needs depending upon how active you are at that time, depending upon the type of activity that you're doing, in addition to the type of stress that is involved with that activity and what you would require to recover. So there's a lot, it, there's a lot more to think about than just counting macros. Macros. Okay, so the type of carbohydrate is almost more important than the amount of the carbohydrate. So we obviously know, like, I'm not going to teach you uh, uh, basic English here. We know that white flour is unhealthy. Everyone knows that. So I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and try to go into brass tacks basics. Everybody knows that white wonder bread is not the suggested bread, right? The whole wheat bread is what they suggest. I, of course, don't suggest that because I don't really believe in uh, gluten and I believe most people are sensitive to it. But the reality is, is that most people understand that sugars and white flours are what we want to avoid when it comes to carbohydrates. So don't think I need to educate you on that. But the different types of carbohydrates that we're considering would be when someone says, well, I'm on, I'm on a low carb diet, but then I look at their plate and they have tons of fruits and vegetables on there. And I say, well, do you realize that you're consuming almost 50 grams of carbs with all those fruits and vegetables? And they literally have no concept of the fact that their fruits and vegetables are counting as carbs. Um, maybe you're not that person. However, there are several people that only look at carbs as rice, crackers, bread, a wrap, uh, corn, um, you know, some type of flour packed product. Most people only see starches as carbohydrates. 
That is not the case. Um, you know, I, I put clients on um, 100 to 125 gram carbohydrate diet and they literally don't have any grains or any of those starches but yet they still consume 100 to 125 grams of carbohydrates every day, which is a fair amount of carbohydrates, but it's coming from high fiber vegetables. So if the carb, uh, the type of carb is more important than the amount of the carb, then we've got to take into consideration, okay, what happens when I'm consuming uh, different types of carbohydrates? So I always use the Buick and the Ferrari example, and if you've ever met with me, then you've heard that. We want to pay attention to how quickly a certain carbohydrate is converting to sugar. So this is important. So if we are gonna have a white potato, then we would probably want to assume that that white potato is gonna metabolize similar to like four teaspoons full of white sugar. So if I ate four teaspoons of white sugar, the white potato would convert to sugar just as quickly as that straight up sugar in my system. And, that, and that's truth. Okay, now if I had broccoli or if I had spinach or if I had asparagus, that's not the case. And it has a lot of fiber in it to slow down the absorption of that sugar. So when I eat a, a potato, a white potato, it's gonna convert to sugar like a Ferrari. When I eat uh, broccoli, spinach, or asparagus, it's gonna convert to sugar like a Buick. And when the, in the beginning, when I meet with people, I try to put them in that Buick territory so that their body is converting you know, those carbohydrates to sugar very slow. So there's no insulin spike and there's no insulin dump. So understanding that without the spike, you're decreasing your inflammation significantly. And if you can just build the blood sugar nice and slow and just let it fall nice and slow, you're making yourself less and less and less insulin sensitive, which ultimately means that down the road, you should be able to take in more starches. That shouldn't be a problem, but you wanna build the ability to do that. If you're taking in a starch five times a day, you are ultimately at some point going to be insulin sensitive. I mean, your body's just going to have higher blood sugar because of what you're consuming. So if we can regulate that, drop some of those high insulin building carbohydrates out and replace them with carbohydrates, not necessarily cutting your carbohydrates. You might have the same amount of carbohydrates in a day, but replacing them with carbohydrates that convert to sugar much, much slower because of the amount of fiber that they have in them. So I'll use the example of even a sweet potato, which is a very healthy food, and it's definitely not something that I'm suggesting avoiding, but you wanna make sure that your body is going to efficiently use that sweet potato. So that sweet potato is still gonna convert to sugar like a Camaro. So maybe it's not a Ferrari, but it's, it's a Camaro, and it's still gonna be pretty quick off the line. Not as fast as the Ferrari, but a whole lot faster than the Buick, there's not gonna be any comparison to the Buick, okay? So it's still gonna to convert to sugar super fast. So number one thing when you're having the sweet potato, I would have plenty of broccoli and green beans and asparagus to slow down the absorption of the sugar in the sweet potato when you're eating it. Um, but I would also take into consideration how inflamed your body is, okay? So how much inflammation you're dealing with. And if you're dealing with a lot of inflammation, you may not be ready to have a carbohydrate source like a sweet potato, 
because of the fact that you're in that higher ratio of insulin and so your body's more insulin sensitive. So when you have the sweet potato, you kind of stay in that insulin sensitive state. When you have more of the broccoli, the cauliflower, the green beans, you know, and the zucchini, it actually really calms down that blood sugar and it helps you to better regulate so you're not having insulin spikes. And insulin spikes are the leading and main cause of inflammation in the body. It's that trigger where it's almost like every time you spike, it's like someone sticks a gun in your mouth and they shoot that gun off and there's a bullet bouncing around inside you and everywhere it's hitting, it's like it's bruising you on the inside and that's inflammation. And that's what I'll tell my clients when they first sign up with me is just learning to understand that if we can cut those insulin spikes out, we can really make our inflammation go down. So we've got to watch the carbohydrates that we're having because of that. Now, rice, um, quinoa, um, you know, a wrap or whole grain bread, you, you have to still understand that some of those are going to convert to sugar very quickly very, very quickly. And so then you get, again, stay in that insulin sensitive state and it is going to be very difficult for you to lose weight. I often see personal trainers saying, um, you know, things that I I have learned. Well, I've learned that um, starchy carbs don't make you fat. You don't know that. Do you know that? I mean, have you worked with a hundred people that didn't gain weight from those starchy carbs? Because I have. And I can tell you, it takes time to get a person. You've got to build the ability to really be able to utilize those carbohydrates. You've got to build a program that causes you to be able to utilize those carbohydrates. Now, you're always going to get the metabolism of a client that's just fast. And they can eat those types of carbs and they just burn right through it and they don't gain any weight from it. But I could put six people in a row and I could show you three of them that can take on those carbohydrates and three of them that would blow up from those carbohydrates. So you can't make the assumption that just because a bodybuilder can eat those carbohydrates that you can eat those carbohydrates. So you gotta watch who you're following, what they're suggesting, what those macros are that they're suggesting and what they're really gonna do to your body. And if your body's really even set up to even accept those carbohydrates properly. Now, I'll use John as an example. When I first met with him, he needed to lose 100 pounds. He had had a heart attack and he was only 27 years old. He was very unhealthy. I mean, everything about him just screamed, uh, help because he was just so unhealthy. So I did not put him on a lot of starchy carbohydrates in the beginning because his blood sugar was all over the place. It was super high and his brain was being impacted by that blood sugar being so high. So what I did was actually just put him on tons of carbohydrates through vegetables and really good fats and good quality protein. He lost 100 pounds. He actually lost 100 pounds in like eight months. But what happened was for the first two weeks, he felt terrible. He felt super tired and his body was detoxing. But after two weeks, his body got into a fat adapted state and it really appreciated what he was actually taking in. And he became well fueled from that. Now, what happened was we sort of 
fixed his metabolism. So before he would eat and just gain and gain and gain and gain, but now he has no problem taking in brown rice. He has no problem taking in quinoa, no problem taking in sweet potatoes. He doesn't gain weight from any of those items. In fact, if he doesn't take them in, he will actually get to a point to where he'll lose too much weight and he'll just be super skinny. Because when he grew up as a kid, he was super skinny. So you've You've got to look at someone like that. They're like, okay, at one point they were super skinny, but now they're 100 pounds overweight. Something got them there. And for him, it was carbs. It was sugar. It was candy. It was cereals. It really did make an impact. But I want you to understand that people can still lose weight on those healthy carbohydrates. So really trying to understand the balance between 30 grams of broccoli um, carbs and 30 grams of potato carbs, it's really gonna make a difference. And it's not about the calories. I don't even count calories with people. Um, it's about the quality of what you're getting and what's in the ingredients on those foods. Now. If you have not ever checked out Pure Plates, that's a pre-prepared meal company that I work with and we get a lot of our food from, go out to their website and get on their mailing list because this is an article that they posted and I think it is a phenomenal article, so much so that I'm gonna sit here and read it to you because it's phenomenal. And it's in a, a, a great, it, they, they send like a great weekly email and I get so much from their emails and I do this for a living. It's very well thought out stuff. So if, if even if you're not gonna buy food from them, I would get on their mailing list because this, this article is fantastic and this is what they produce every week. So it, it's called The Truth About Oatmeal and Cereal. So here we are with a healthy carbohydrate and it says, is oatmeal healthy? And I want you to understand that there's plenty of clients that I work with that do consume oatmeal, okay? And they consume oatmeal because their system doesn't seem to have any issues with it. But there are several clients that I work with, including myself, that if I consumed oatmeal, first of all, I'd be sick because of my autoimmune condition. And then second of all, I would be super puffy from it. So let me read you this article, it's very good. Many Americans eat religiously, eat oatmeal religiously as though it's some type of miracle breakfast. It's not. It may lower your cholesterol, but that isn't the life-saving change you may have, but it isn't the life-saving change you may have thought it was. In fact, a large eye-opening study published in the BMJ Open in 2016 found that people under the age of 60 with low cholesterol levels have higher mortality rates than people older than 60 with high cholesterol. And regardless, it's not the oatmeal that lowers the cholesterol, it's the oat bran. The major problem with oatmeal is the same problem with every other grain. It spikes your blood sugar and makes you hungrier. Now, my clients that take the oatmeal, I always put them, you know, I always pair it with a quality protein source, but I also pair it with something like MCT oil or flaxseed oil or maybe I'll have them put some nuts in it. So they're, they're slowing down the absorption of the sugar in that carbohydrate by the fat that they're taking in with it as well as the um, starch. And so they have example of steel cut oatmeal. It's 46 grams of net carbs and it increased blood sugar um, by 48 points. In uh, one oft quoted study, overweight children were fed one of three breakfasts instant oatmeal, steel cut oats, and omelets. 
All of these options had the same number of calories. The kids who had instant oatmeal ate 81% more food in the afternoon than the omelet eaters. The kids who had the steel cut oats did better, but still consumed 51% more than the children who ate eggs. That wasn't the only difference. Compared to the omelet group, the kids who ate the oatmeal had higher levels of insulin, sugar, adrenaline, and cortisol, which suggests that the body perceived the oatmeal as a stressor. That definitely happens to me. The lesson is even healthy cereal will increase your food cravings more than proteins and fats. And if you're eating instant microwavable oatmeal, you're getting a cereal grain refined to the point that its nutritional value has been compromised. That being said, plenty of people still believe that oatmeal is a healthy way to start the day. And if you're comparing it to Fruit Loops, it is. One more thing to keep in mind, although oats don't contain gluten, they can be contaminated with it when processed in factories where wheat is present. So add oats to your list of gluten-containing foods to avoid. Even gluten-free oats can be a problem for those who are sensitive to the effects of gluten because it's a cross-reactive food for gluten. So if you're sensitive to gluten, you're gonna be sensitive to oats. What the nutrition community got wrong about grains. The nutrition community has been guilty of disseminating a lot of bad information over the years. It's erroneous instant in insistence that carbs are better for you than fats will probably go down in history as the most catastrophic nutritional screw-up of the 20th century that has literally killed millions. First, the medical community urged us to improve our heart health by cutting back on fats and replacing them with grains. This is wrong. Then the federal government got into the business of issuing dietary guidelines and created a fabled food pyramid in 1992, which placed grains at the foundation of a healthy diet. That's wrong. We were told to eat six to 11 servings of bread, rice, cereal, or pasta a day. It's terrible. In hindsight, it clearly wasn't the soundest nutrition advice. In fact, it was atrocious. But we all bought it, the public doctors, dietitians, and the entire public community. As a result, we got fatter and sicker as a culture. It turns out the starches and carb-laden foods like oatmeal, the experts urged us to consume, contributed mightily to our current epidemic of diabetes. Um, it's... It's so hard to watch TV and see these ads where they tell you it's the healthiest food, but to not recognize that these items are actually happening. Like this is what's happening. You're in a position to where, you know, you don't realize that your blood sugar is being impacted by this so-called healthy food. The carbs, sugars, and starches in our diet have been tied to cancer and even mental illness. Dementia, for example, is now also called type three diabetes. Nearly all of the grains we consume have been processed to death, so the good stuff that they once contained is lost. Yet grains halo in people's minds stubbornly, and a recent survey found that 70% of Americans think granola bars are healthy, even though they're really just cookies with a wholesome sounding name. The scariest part of that survey, the fact that 28% of nutritionists said that granola bars are good for us. The truth is the only way 
that only by cutting way back on grain-based foods could we ever hope to reverse the trend of metabolic diseases that they cause. If you are a diabetic, you shouldn't eat more than 25 to 50 grams of carbs a day, less than two slices of bread. And they're talking about starchy carbs there, not vegetables. If we limited ourselves to a monitor amounts of certain whole grains, we might be okay. But if you really want to see dramatic improvements in your health, cut the grains and see what happens. I want you to understand that there are, again, some people that have metabolisms that do just fine with it. But if you are dealing with high blood sugar, if you are dealing with inflammatory diseases, cut out the high starch carbohydrates and replace them with high fiber vegetables and low sugared fruits. And if you don't know what to do, let us help. We know what to do. We offer a six month nutrition program where we tell you exactly what to eat, where to buy it from, how to prepare it, what to order when you eat out, what to do when you're shopping, what to do when you travel. Really try to help you through the process, helping you to create a lifestyle, not just to achieve short-term goals. Please take a look at us. And if, for more information, if you'd like to try to get signed up for a six-month nutrition program, you can call us at 636-299-2208. Or you can take a look at us at integritytraininggroup.com, Integrity Training systems.com. If you have just the desire to come in and meet with the trainer and just learn more about integrity, we will be more than happy to take you through a free personal fitness assessment. This is a short message on carbs, but I just wanted to try to put a, a plant a seed in you and, and just hope that, you know, it would create a desire to go a different path and to not start counting calories and counting carbs and, and doing this macro thing that maybe doesn't even make sense because just because that food fits in your macros doesn't mean it's a healthy food for you. I hope that this has helped you. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you and have a strong weekend. Have a healthy day.